Welcome to the Capgemini Invent Future of Technology podcast. I'm your host, Liz Lunier, from the Capgemini Analyst Relations team. And on this episode, I'm excited to be joined by Benjamin Alu, Global Managing Director of the Future of Technology at Capgemini Invent. Benjamin, welcome and hello to the Future of Technology podcast. Hello, Liz. I'm very glad to be here and to share with you my thoughts about uh, this topic that is at the very heart of everything I am doing uh, since more than 20 years now. Well, that's fantastic. We're excited to have you here today. And we're a few months into the COVID-19 pandemic. Benjamin, what have we learned so far? A clear learning to take away from the past few months is that successful businesses are the ones that achieved the bold move to the public cloud and adapted quickly reconfiguring their operating models and using the changes in the markets as a way to achieve competitive advantage. For instance, the online delivery market for groceries went into overdrive. While Amazon sales are estimated to be up 22% year-on-year, companies of the likes of Ocado and Tesco admitted that they simply didn't have the capacity right now to meet all their customer demand. Therefore, retailers are using downtime to reconfigure their distribution centers and increasing the capacity and resilience of their e-commerce channels. But yeah, will this ensure that they can gain back the clients who switched to other platforms in that time? Oh, I totally understand that. I struggled to get a delivery date for one of my personal groceries at one point. So I definitely found a good supplier and a new partner. Um, But Businesses are transforming digitally um, right now, and that's very true. Satya Nadella of Microsoft stated that at the end of April, we've seen two years worth of digital transformation in two months. And I've even heard some of the industry analysts claim it's more like 10 years. Absolutely. Since the pandemic crisis started, technology made a difference for employees, enabling greater collaboration and allowing businesses to thrive under lockdown. A similar narrative was seen in the production of services. Businesses that invested in public cloud delivery models and remote working capabilities, just like uh, what J Suite and uh, Microsoft of Office 365 are offering, found it far easier to let staff work from home. On the other hand, those businesses that resisted heavily in this move were thrown with constraints to remote working, which highly impacted their productivity level. As we embrace remote work, firms and especially the IT departments and CIOs, CISOs, etc., will need to ensure their systems are capable of leveraging those new working paradigm. Fantastic. How do you see the pace of technology driving the evolution of the business model? Yeah, to me, it's clear that every business needs to understand that they have become a technology business. Technology will continue to drive the evolution of business models, but the pace will increase exponentially. Whether it is adapting your supply chain to include new partners or scaling the launch of new solutions to emergent market needs, Technology is no longer a nice-to-have or a one-off investment. It's the core aspect of your strategy, which will allow you to explore new capabilities and market opportunities. I can illustrate that with uh, what Jean-Paul Agon, L'Oréal CEO, recently said when uh, he stated that beauty of the future will be technology-based and digitally enabled. 
I think it speaks by itself. Yes, I do agree that beauty of the future will be technology-based. And I think that's really great insight, Benjamin. Um, This crisis has been a catalyst for faster change, but what can CIOs and tech executives do to help reconfigure and transform their organizations in both the short and the long term? Yeah, first, I think we all need to understand that the discussion now needs to go beyond, far beyond IT departments only. Integrating, integrating all business executives to ensure the leadership is clear and aligned on the actions to take to help the business through this period and in the future. CIOs have the responsibility to establish the role their IT will play to deliver business results today and tomorrow in a world where, once again, I said it, huh, but every business is a technology business. However, I believe there are three fundamental challenges CIOs need to address in the first place that are, first, accelerating the move to cloud and considering the public cloud as a bold yet safe option, reinventing cybersecurity policies that ensure open, secured information access via the cloud through a zero-trust approach, and um, I would say answering the very high expectations of our changing society, enabling digital sobriety through green, responsible, and sustainable IT initiatives. Okay. You've established three fundamental challenges for IT, but what's next in the short term? I would say that once you've established the role of your IT and the strategic vision, the key is to get everyone firmly aligned behind the direction and actions to achieve it. Tech executives need to communicate with their people and lead their team, making them feel empowered, encouraged and part of the work efforts that will guide the organization. People need to clearly understand their roles, but also have the right level of autonomy to carry out their project delivery. This will provide your talents with the motivation to do their best work so that they can develop and deliver inspiring and exciting projects. Your future relies on your talents. That's absolutely key to understand. In addition to closely communicating Communicating with your people, you need to first articulate the priority of a lean IT infrastructure focusing on the things that act as tradable commodities in the ecosystem. For instance, tech stack, algorithms, platform, etc. Second, look in the wider portfolio what will generate rapid gains and maximum benefits in the shortest period of time. And third, continue the shift initiated by the crisis towards a leaner IT governance through optimized commitments and validation processes. It may even be the case that certain nice-to-have projects have become essentials thanks to this crisis, like, for example, this deployment of Office 365 that has been... uh, postponed for many times. (laughs) Having a lean infrastructure uh, allows you to make the necessary pivots and collaborate with external players as well. Gotcha. Okay. So we're communicating and we've got the clear priorities now, but no matter how many models we produce, the reality is we just don't know what the future truly looks like regarding COVID-19. You know, Forrester defines business resilience as the ability of an organization to deliver on its mission and vision, regardless of the crisis or disruption. How can CIOs address resilience? That is exactly why we encourage organizations to be agile in mindset and action. If ever there was a time to embrace agile delivery, it's now. 
pick your favorite phrase. Think big, smart small, fail fast, scale soon, prize execution over perfection. These agile sayings take on a whole new level of meaning and importance given the current context. It's also a unique opportunity for business to finally become digital native. If this crisis has proved anything, it is that there needs to be one technology function serving all the digital needs of the business and its customers. It doesn't matter how smart your multi-platform suite of websites and apps is, if the data is inconsistent, inventory is incorrect, payments aren't linked to the finance systems, and manufacturing and fulfillment engines are breaking, and your workforce can't log on from home, of course. A data-centric delivery model where all eligible applications are developed or redeveloped in a cloud-native API-first architecture that fully leverages DevOps and DataOps capabilities is key to accelerating and secure deployments in a bad weather environment without impacting quality and security mandates. Fantastic. Um, this is great advice for the CIO organization, but how do we apply these agile concepts to the business? Well, the times where IT and business departments are siloed is well and truly over. There is no other option for technology functions that than to work alongside the business when deploying these, when deploying, uh, sorry, these agile practices and design thinking approaches to get the expected business results. Focus then on what works and what doesn't to rethink your operating model through business and IT teams' hybridization. These actions provide the guidelines to building your technology partners' ecosystem to foster innovation. It is by mixing both business and technology skills that you will ensure you are prepared for tomorrow. Well, that's great. But, you know, due to the economic impact of the COVID-19 crisis, the business is also under pressure to cut costs. During IDC's webinar, Impact of COVID-19 on the services industry in May, the analysts underscored that businesses will decline significantly in some industries. Clients will want to renegotiate contracts. Um, clients will want to cancel, postpone, or refocus contracts as well. What do you have as advice for CIOs regarding contract sourcing strategy? Well, um, just before I answer your question, uh, I would like to set a little bit the context. In the past decade, uh, IT departments have been wrung out. True. I mean, locally, uh, all contracts uh, have been already discussed with uh, uh, purchase departments <laughs> and low-hanging fruits are all gone. So, right. uh, but at the same time, and we know that uh, before the COVID-19 uh, crisis, uh, companies were expected to grow their uh, IT costs by more than 5 to 7%. Now they are expecting their IT costs to be lowered in the next year. So it's key to understand that the best way to achieve that without creating risks in the digital developments of every company will rely in profound changes uh, at the global level in their operating model. Okay. So now your question. To reassess their sourcing strategy, I think CIOs need to ask themselves some critical questions such as, were you able to trust and rely on your IT providers during this crisis? partner with your best uh, suppliers here. Are you taking advantage of this time to update and innovate around your financial models to, 
that ensure you can purchase the services that are truly required and move beyond squeezing vendors on price. Mm -hmm. And then finally, have you explored options for joint benefits and collective advantage? Your vendors fertilize a LC ecosystem. Bad apples needs to be pruned. Okay, so that makes sense. We need to get rid of the bad apples and that, you know, the CIOs should reassess the current sourcing strategy. Um, in Gartner's um, post-pandemic recovery for sourcing strategies to manage your IT services spend, the analysts suggest that one option for struggling businesses to pursue a catch-a-ride strategy by partnering with the service provider that's financially healthy and trying innovative ideas for additional value from the service provider. What's your opinion here? Liz, that is absolutely right. Businesses need to offload anything non-mission critical if they want to put their head above the waterline. They need to seriously start planning to cut and sell parts of their non-critical assets and operations to an IT company willing to partner and invest, this is important, in order to help them be more successful and secure this journey to becoming a technology company. This is a hard step, but a necessary one. Again, executives need to introspect and ask themselves the tough questions. For example, if you are an English retailer, do you really need those two data centers and this small army of IT personnel dedicated to infrastructure management in the south of England? <laughs> Probably not, but um, I guess since... We're offloading everything that's not mission critical to help costs. Okay, I get that. But what about new technologies? I mean, with a cut in costs, you know, it, it's hard to say, what are, we, what are we going to do about new technologies? At the end of May, in their weekly executive pulse, Gartner mentions that while business leaders look for further cuts, more IT infrastructure and operations professionals say COVID-19 is causing them to increase investments in emerging technologies at 29%, rather than to decrease them at 24%. How do you feel about this? As I said, technology is no core to your business strategy and tightly integrated to any of your business activities. It is a main enabler to achieve business continuity and growth. So we are not encouraging to cut, but rather optimize your IT technology cost, which means that you need to continue to scan the horizon for new and emerging technologies. While the priority is to make important and immediate savings, of course, it's just as important that CIOs are paving the way for successful adoption of new technologies. This includes to also have meaningful discussions with their executive counterparts on where to invest next. Mm -hmm. For instance, do you already have proper plans for how this IoT, 5G, and edge computing triptych will transform your operations and supply chain? Have you prepared your business and technology ecosystem for such a disruption? Better still, set up trials for the emerging technologies by developing the use cases for leveraging low-code, no-code apps for crowd-configured services. This, I would say, new stuff isn't going away, and it may be the key for the existence of your business in the future. Okay. Well, Benjamin, we've discussed nine different ways that the CIOs can help in both the short and long term, and we're almost to the end of the time. Any last thoughts? Well, first, thank you, Liz. I would say that how you engage with your ecosystem, and when I said ecosystem, I'm talking about your people, First, your stakeholders, your peers, and your partners. It will make the difference between success 
or failure. Many businesses will see the same opportunities you are seeing and will mobilize their people leveraging technology and attempts to thrive in the post-COVID-19 world. As all businesses become technology businesses, what helps your firm gain the first mover advantage is your ability to truly promote within your people creativity, institutionalize innovation, embrace technology in all its forms, and allow the people who are at the heart of every business to flourish and do their best work with the appropriate tools. Be inventive, grow through the challenges this crisis has thrown, make the right impact, and seek out the opportunities that come along in all times of great change. Great chat, Benjamin. Thank you for joining this episode of Capgemini Invent Future of Technology podcast. If you're interested in engaging with Benjamin, please connect with us at www.capgemini.com slash future dash of dash technology. Thanks again for joining the Capgemini Invent Future of Technology podcast. Until next time, stay safe and sane out there. (laughs) 